Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Weekly Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week I'm joined by Maya Lucky, Tor Cardona and Laura Black. So first of all, we're going to talk about what to pack for a destination wedding. Because, well, I asked Charlotte to write this piece because I went to a wedding recently in the Caribbean and I had a bit of a help moment, what do I take? And a girlfriend said to me, don't be ridiculous, surely you of all people have got loads of things you could wear. And I was like, well, I've got lots of stuff for sort of city weddings or English country weddings, but I think a hot destination wedding is quite a different brief. What about you? Has anyone been to any destination weddings or is going to any this summer? Um, I just had, had one in Dubai actually in the beginning of May, which was cool, but it was just very hot. And obviously that was my biggest concern. I was like, what am I gonna wear? For a wedding at four o'clock when it's 45 degrees. Exactly. Um, you know, but, and obviously that's a different kind of, much more glamorous look than I probably would have done if I had a wedding here. Dubai to me sounds like it's going to be quite a dressy yes, affair. Exactly. So yeah. what were your essentials for that wedding? What was my, I had a, well, number one was a spray tan because everyone <laughs> had to be as orange as everyone else. Um, I just went for, in the end for something really, really simple. I spent ages looking for something a bit more elaborate and I just went for something really simple at the end. Um, just like a pale blue wrap dress from Topshop. Long, short. Um, just kind of like midi, like an asymmetrical wrap. Um, and just some like silver strappy shoes and kept it really, really simple actually in the end. And were there a series of events? So I think that's the other big thing when you go to a wedding mm-hmm. abroad. It's not just one thing. You've got to think of multiple. The night before. Yes, no, we were lucky we didn't have that. Um, but I know you probably did and... Yes, so the one I went to, we had a couple of drinks, there was a lot going on, there was brunch, and everyone was staying in the same resort, so you're kind of aware that, wait, you've got to think it through, and actually, I did, I took it by, I took each event in turn, and decided what I was going to wear to each of them, and I got there and I was so glad I did, I packed one, I didn't take that much stuff, but I packed one kind of extra outfit, and actually we got there on the first night, they were like, so drink starts at seven, and I was like, okay, luckily I've got that spare outfit, but I was really pleased that I kind of approached it in that way. That sounds so stressful. It was a bit stressful. But I think to me, the sort of main point that I would make is, I mean, Dubai possibly different, but most of the girls that were at the wedding were wearing maxis. I can't say there was a lot of maxis in Dubai. Really? No. No. Was it very glamorous? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah. So quite dressy, I suppose, um, Dubai. But yeah, I think if you're going somewhere hot and, you know, whether it's a wedding in Ibiza or in the Caribbean, I mean, the advice that I would give if you're not sure is maxi. And there's something about a maxi as well, where I think, especially if it's sort of floral and quite of the moment, you don't feel like you look like you've tried too hard. Yeah, and you can dress it up with big earrings, but maybe flat sandals and still feel enough rather than... Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for actually when it's hotter to cover up even more actually a maxi looks way more classy than like getting it all out yeah it's a bit more bohemian and cooler and wafty definitely yeah yeah. and then I think when it comes to other events I mean at the moment the trends play so well to it but I think something like an off the shoulder and like a palazzo pant is going to be so useful isn't it and again there's something about the waftiness of a palazzo pant that doesn't feel like you've tried too hard even if they're Mm. super cool and super smart I think that's that's quite a good option and then I think lashings of gold, big, chunky 
statement of jewellery. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and some good flats. And it's I find the shoe option when you go to Wedding Abroad really quite hard. difficult. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's how I broke my toe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it was so hot. I couldn't wait to get my shoes off. And the minute it went inside to dance, I threw them off. And I was not wearing shoes and someone stood on the floor. Oh, yeah. Actually, I danced barefoot mm. at the wedding that I went to all night on my feet afterwards. I mean, they were just ruined. Ruined. I know, but it's just... When it's hot, you just want to take them off. And yeah, you do. I, I think they're away maybe not hot or not. Mm. I think that there's so many sliders about on the high street now that are, well, everywhere, that it makes it a bit easier. You don't have to wear heels. You can have quite nice looking Yes, because I think, yeah, you're so right. They're, they're quite dressy as well. Mm. Though, especially those sort of Mew-esque pearl yeah. ones. Yeah. They look great. Mm. I mean, years ago, you would never have dreamt of going to a wedding and not wearing a heel, I don't think. No. But I think you really can. Or a hat. Or a hat. Now. <laughs> I mean, wearing a hat to work. This wouldn't even cross my mind. No, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. I can't just take my hats anymore. Yeah. The rule used to be, didn't it? If you got married after five o'clock, it was then considered an evening wedding and you didn't need to wear a hat. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. that was the rule. Wow. Yeah, I, I had a wedding also a few weeks ago and actually there were a lot of hats there. Were there? Really interesting, yeah. It's an English country wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah lots of that kind of style. I'll see a few more. I just don't know if I... I don't anymore. I mean, my wedding over 10 years ago, everyone wore a hat. Absolutely everyone. Now, if I went to a wedding, I wouldn't bother. And also, who wants to spend the money? I think a little fascinator can actually look really nice with the right outfits. It's oh, I think nice. they can, yeah. yeah. But a full hat, I don't know anymore. I think they can look incredible. I mean, I think Kate Middleton does hats really well. Yeah. Mm. But you know, five hundred pounds on a hat. Mm. I mean, he wants to that. In fact, my my personal trainer said to me, she said, "Oh, I need I need to ask you. I'm going to ask it this year for the first time." And my dad keeps sending me <laughs> links to all these hat companies that are like literally three hundred pounds for a hat. Where do I go? So I said, "Go to Debenhams or John Lewis." And I, yeah, I do think Fenix is quite good as well. Mm. Kind of They're expensive. Yeah. I do feel John Lewis for sort of fifty quid. You can, you get, can get a good hat. Yeah, you? definitely. I'm over hats. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll come back. Anyway, I think destination wedding. Forget the hat. A nice raffia clutch. And yeah, a nice maxi dress. I think those to me. Or are midi. Sort of, yeah, I think so it's flowy yeah, yeah something floaty yeah i mean the trends this summer just play so well to it yeah amazingly well yeah i've actually got that dress we wore on instagram the other day the girl hurgle no the um zara. zara yeah oh it's pretty yeah isn't i've it? got that i've got one similar from last year as well and i've worn it so much i bought it it's really pretty. almost identical but i just <laughs> oh really what they done that one before yeah slightly darker colors oh. and i've worn it to so many things it's a great dress and that's yeah. really nice if anyone listening that's the floral print Zara sort of quite high neck. Yeah, long sleeve. It's such a good dress. And we were saying in the office today, it's sort of one of those dresses you actually want to hang on to. I feel like lots of people have it this year. Yeah. But you'll be able to wear it oh, yeah, for definitely. years to come. Yeah. And it will, people will forget that it's yeah. Zara. It's so expensive looking. We would never think Yeah, quite yeah. yeah. Six to quid. Let's talk about horoscopes yeah. because we started running Sherlock's horoscopes what, six months ago? Yeah, December was the first one. And I remember saying to you, Tor, what's your take on horoscopes? And we did a little poll in the office, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. And it's very Marmite. It yeah. is, isn't yeah. it? Yes. So it is, yeah. You are a horoscope reader. I love horoscopes, yeah, I do, really do. Religiously every month? Yeah, absolutely. Often weekly. Really? Uh, I know we don't do weekly ones, but maybe that's next. Um, yeah, I really do. And they perform really well, and I think that's what's so fascinating about horoscopes is when we did the poll in the office, a lot of people said they didn't read them, and we decided that we'd try it. So we found Fiona Graham, where you found Fiona Graham, and here we are. And they perform so well, which is, I think, really interesting because I imagine so many of our readers don't read them. Yet, obviously, the ones that do 
Yeah, because yeah. my you like you. Love I love a horoscope. I mean, I get a weekly one as well. That's actually. your gypsy roots, Maya. It is my gypsy <laughs> roots again. <laughs> but I love it. I'm obsessed. I just like seeing what might potentially happen this week or this month to me. And even even if it might not come Can't true, you I just so in any way you want. Well, a lot of people do. So yeah, someone yeah. sent me an email. So do you do you read your horoscope? No, I don't. Me neither. I think they're a little crap. Yeah, so do I. But somebody sent me an email. I was chatting to someone and they said read this, and it was a generic horoscope. And they said there's an argument. I don't know who's written it but that you send this generic horoscope to anybody and they can take something away from it. Yeah, well, when we were preparing for today I was like oh I'm going to read Gemini and I'm going to read <laughs> Cancer and it finishes with another way they finish with a sort of you know G up right you know you've got what yeah. it takes to overcome this and it's important to be on your guard so no one can spoil your up you know, I mean any of those could mean something to me. such a load of nonsense. Oh but I just love it. I really I do. think it's great. Also people love it. People and do completely. Yeah. You know and if you go a step further and go down the whole kind of tarot cards clairvoyant route I love that stuff and I you know I'm I don't know if I've told you this. I, I went to see a clairvoyant, like I've been to see her a couple of times, and it is so scary what like what she could tell you about your life. She she gives names, like also stuff you can't Google, like dead dead grandparents, really random names. She's been onto your ancestry, whatever it is. I don't think so. She's amazing. Did you book yeah, in, in, in before? So she knew yeah, you were yeah. yeah. And you know, I had to give her a false name. Yes, that's yeah. a good that's a good Sorry, yeah, yeah. I had to give her a piece of jewellery and straight away she was, you know, naming like dead people in my life and like quite specific names and relations mm. to those people and I find it interesting. <gasps> I'm super, super keen to have my palms red. I haven't had it done before, but I have, I think, abnormally liney hands. Like quite a lot of lines going through my hands. And I <laughs> Yeah, Maya, you're going to have a bit of a battle this month, no, but by the end of the month you're going to have overcome it and you're going to find new challenges and that new opportunities. That is so funny you say that, Georgie, because apparently many lines in your hands mean you overcome many challenges in your life. I was at school with someone whose mum was obsessed with um, having her palms read tarot cards. Are they the same? Different things. Different, different things, thing. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all someone with a scarf over their head. Yeah. Clay, isn't it? Anyway. <laughs> like Each Nessa from Gavin and Stacey. You are? Like Nessa from Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, yeah, she does that, yeah. I think she can. I love <laughs> she, and she basically sums up horoscopes to me. She just <laughs> says a few words and puts on the spot and talks with the rubbish. <laughs> I just anyway. find it fascinating, and obviously a lot of people agree. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Judging by the interaction from our readers, we will be continuing with Fiona Graham's uh, predictions. TV, what have people been watching this week? Well, I think it's the obvious one, isn't it? <gasps> love Island. You're going to say Love Island, aren't you? You have actually got me completely hooked on, and you've actually got my husband completely hooked I on. I don't even feel guilty about it. Um, it's then... so good. It's brilliant. <laughs> you know, for the next seven weeks, it's like, oh my God. I know, tune in. I know, but Tor, you said to me, oh, don't, you don't have to watch it every day. And now I'm literally, <laughs> I can't miss it. I, I have to catch up if I've missed the one There before. is a, a weekend, like, um, summer. Yes, yeah. I know, I was yeah. a bit annoyed on, on Saturday night. I know, so I get a bit panicky. Just, yeah. I get a bit panicky if I've missed something. Yeah. Yeah, you might miss something really yeah, crucial. It's great. And someone in the office who I won't mention knows somebody in there. Mm. Do you know about this? No. no? Yeah, Kate. Uh, we'll call her Kate. <laughs> has a friend that was dating someone who basically said, I'm going on holiday for a few weeks and then turns up on Love <gasps> Island. No. Yeah. I just find it hilarious. And it just I feel like I know who it is. Yeah, I, I feel know. like I know who now. We'll tell you afterwards. I'm not sure. She might get in trouble. <laughs> but and apparently everyone, she put something on Twitter like, yeah. oh my God, I can't believe it. He's now ended up on Love Island. So everyone's been going, get her in, get yeah. her in. Like gunning for her to go into oh, the course of drama. And that's what's so fun is that there's new people coming in all the time. Yeah. People go out, people come in. That's what just stirs it all up. It's so good. Yeah. Well, moving on from Love Island. And yes, <laughs> I tell you what, actually, I started watching is Paula on your yes. recommendation. And it's 
slightly terrifying. Does anyone else watch that? No. no. And he's driving along and that girl appears. She's just was, there, yeah, in the back of her bed. I got quite fright. I don't know where I was. I was watching it on my own. I was like, okay, my you didn't warn me that this is some sort <laughs> yeah. of real um, horror film. I do turn away when I know those moments are coming. Like the minute I hear that knocking, I do put a hand in front of my face. Uh, have you watched the rest? I haven't watched the final episode. I think it's tonight. So when this podcast comes out, it would have already happened. But I think I know what's going to happen. Okay. Have, how much have you watched? Just one. I've only watched the first one. Yeah, I think I know what's going to happen now. I don't, like, I don't want to terrify myself. I don't know if I watch it. No, it doesn't get scarier. It, it's just creepy. Okay. It's not. It's not. What channel is it on? It's ITV. No, BBC Two. BBC Two. Okay. Anything else anyone's watched this week? Not yet, but I'm looking forward to Riviera coming out on the. I think it's Thursday. Is it this week? Yeah, it's Thursday. Oh, man, it's um, good. The Sky what is that? I don't know what this it's is. It's got Julia Stiles in it. And oh, is it? Yeah. It's funny how I these people come back. Be quite isn't it? Street. It looks really good. I feel mm-hmm. the TV like needs something like this. It's like set in south yes. of France and like yeah yeah, yeah it's a yeah. period and then they've got um yeah big but it just looks. I like think the idea is that her husband dies. There's like a bomb or something in the explosion and he dies and she has to like pick up the pieces and she you know all their corrupt lives and stuff. Hang on, and this is Sky Atlantic. Yeah. yeah. So you've lost me because I don't I have no. It's yeah. like big little bloody lies yeah. that everyone yeah. tells me I would love yeah, and I, I can't watch. So it has Sky Atlantic. Uh, let's talk about tanning. Five summer tanning tips. So the idea of this piece tour was not everyone wants to cut themselves in fake tan and. Mm-hmm. Smell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a biscuit tin. A biscuit tin. <laughs> um, so this was kind of tips on having a summer glow. Yeah, without using fake tan. Yeah, exactly. I know, George, you've, you've tried the new Dark Tilbury, that mask, haven't you? Yeah, yeah I mean, one. I'm sorry to bang on about it again. <laughs> and it is £38, but it's absolutely brilliant. Mm. And this is her overnight bronze and glow mask, which is essentially um, a gradual tanner. Well, it is a gradual tanner. So does it smell? No, it really doesn't. And for years and years, people have said, oh, this is a fake tan that doesn't smell absolutely load of rubbish. I've got this weird thing with my insomnia that if I can smell fake tan, I sort of can't sleep. Yeah. Don't ask me why. There's no medical study to, <laughs> to link the two. It's sort of something in my head. This does not smell at all. It's completely brilliant. And the great thing about it is I've also used a brilliant Goana um, instant tan, which has also got self-tan in it, which I think is great. But it does leave your hands a bit orange, and I can't be bothered to fit around with gloves mm. all the time. Mm. Um, so this is clear, and so it doesn't colour your hands when you put it on. Okay. And there's some you've got to rush to wash them. Yeah, wash your hands up. Anyway, I think this is a great product. So do you just put it on your face? Yeah, I just put it on my face and neck. So then you have to use and a of tanner as well. Because you don't, I guess it's like a moisturiser, but you don't wash it off. Okay, fine. Just like a bit of, probably a bit of a thicker product. Okay. But it's supposed to leave your skin looking like nice the next morning, isn't it? Yeah, it really well does. Brown. I put a little bit on yeah, last night. Nice. Yeah. And I have finally, finally, in my old age, just grown up about the sun, actually. I mean, it's yeah. a shame that it's taken me so long and I'm left with a body that's covered in moles and a few that have been cut out and I'm sure I'll have to have more cut out and God knows what else much would. But, I mean, it has taken me... When I was 16, I used to just lie there and go, well, my burn will turn to brown, so... Mm-hmm. Give it to me if you can tell your 18 year old self. Yeah. We went to a lunch yesterday when we were in the garden. I mean, in the old days, I'd have literally been sitting there angled in the right place trying to lap up any bit of sun. And now I'm just completely obsessed with SPF every day. Mm. Yeah. So I think I've finally grown up. Anyway, so I thought this was a great piece. Yeah. And those Clarins drops as well, you can get them for the face and the body. Um, they're amazing. I love them. It's interesting this so drops, drops thing mm-hmm. is a bit of a trend now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it is. What's the other brilliant one to all? The tan luxe ones. Yeah, I've got them. They're more those. like a pipette though, yeah. aren't they? Do you use I those? I have those, yeah. I put them in, yeah, like a moisturiser. They're quite, like, strong, aren't they? Yeah, so, yeah. So you said a little bit, just use yeah. them. I haven't used them yet, I'm a bit terrified. It's for someone that wants a dark tan, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But I love that. It's not another whole product. You can yeah. just put a little mm. bit in and obviously change the strength accordingly. Yeah, yeah. And you can mix it into anything, like your serum, moisturiser. On its own, you know, which is so nice. And also, this new the Vita Liberata, the body blur, is one of like the new the newest instant tans, and it is so good. Is it? Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, I've used that actually. It makes your skin 
look airbrushed. It, it is like a yeah. HD finish, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is 30 quid, but it goes a really long way. Um, I think that doesn't last a long time, doesn't it? Mm. But it's wash off one, so it's really good. Yeah. Oh, I see. So does it do any kind of self-tanning? No, just put it on, wash it off at the end of the day. Okay. Well, I remember when it came along a few years ago now, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I think I sort of just regarded it as just yeah, another tanning. Mm-hmm. No, I so think it's really good. Is. People rave about yeah. it. Yeah, and it's, it's a bit more natural than the other ones as well. Okay. That's their kind of USP. And they've got a gradual tan, I can see. Yeah. I believe it was first known as like a salon product. Spray tan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now they've turned, no, they've come to the high street with it. it. Yeah. So um, I think beauty, beauty therapists really rave it as well. So. Yeah, it's great, that product. I like it. Mm. Any other products that people swear by? For tanning, I do use... Um, the Saint-Tropez Gradual Tan, which I do use that tour. Yeah, the, the new that. sculpting one. Yeah. Sculpting. Um, yeah. It's like a firming one. It's so nice. Yeah. It's not so a nice. shower tan. No. Um, no, I like the one that's green, that Saint-Tropez. Oh, the express one. Yeah, yeah, because you can put it on for two hours yeah. and then shower before bed. It's yeah, that is and good. And then actually, it develops too. overnight, mm. so you don't get dirty sheets. I think they yeah. all do that a bit, though, don't mm. they? Yeah. But I think that one is the best. Yeah. I like that one, yeah. It's green, so you look really... Is it green or is it... Maybe it's blue, but it's no, blue. The, the like the bottle, bottle of the yeah. Sorry, oh, the bottle. Yes. <laughs> you like Smurf. Yeah. No, no, but I have got a tan. I forget the name. Yes, that came out green. That comes out green. Yes. And it stains your hand like it's supposed hell. to. Yes. I thought when they turn green, that's when they've oxidised. That sounds awful. <laughs> it's quite old, so maybe that's why. <laughs> The thing I've said, as long as I put it on at night, wash it off, and then be like, I literally put it on, I need to put it on for about an hour, you wake up next morning, it's like a great job. Really? Perhaps it needs to go (laughs) It's like tonight's the night, I always think if I have a spray tan, I can't be doing with getting to bed with it on. Do you remember when I started Sherlock's Laura and that product came out, that sleeping bag? Yes! Do you remember? I think I bought one too somewhere. I've got a bronzy, it's like a... Yes, a onesie. A onesie. Yes. And it's got like special vents under your pits and your groin, so you don't like sweat. And it's got like a leather skin hood. It's hilarious. Do you wear it? No, really. But this was a sleeping bag, so you didn't. That sounds like bright pink. Yeah, yeah. So that's... You put, it is. You put this on when you have your spray tan, so when you go home, you know you can. Wear and it, it is just something you actually put into your bed, so it didn't affect oh. your sheets. Quite clever, really. On the topic of beauty tour, you did a piece which was your beauty editor's favourite. Yeah. And there were lots of great things in here. Um, I have to say, I agree with you. We keep talking about fresh. I'm a massive fan of the brand, but that's soy cleanser, which I'm using at the moment it's too. It's so nice. It's lovely. Isn't it? just ran out. It's so good. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Gentle. 12.50, quite, quite reasonable. So reasonable. Um, I love it. Uh, and also the Charlotte Tilbury's Magic Cream, which is so good. I just I've never tried it. Everyone raves about it, don't they? It's so, I don't know what's in it, but it makes your skin look so good. And it really does get rid of your fine lines. Like up here, I find my, my wrinkles so, so much more. What like, wrinkles? You don't have any I do. Oh, I do, I do. You don't. You've got amazing skin. £70, it's mega pricey, but it is the one product that when we interview people, comes up time and time yeah. again, isn't it? People rave about it. It's so good. And you mentioned Bleach London Silver Shampoo as well. Yes, and that is such a good product because blonde hair is so porous. It gets yellow really quickly. It can look a bit dirty, a bit grimy. But this is the colour of it. It's so dark purple, it's almost black. And it does, you've got to be careful if it sprays over your shower. But it makes your hair look so white. I know you probably need to use it now, but it's brilliant. Like £6.50. Mm-hmm. So good. Did you use it? Usually every other wash. And I often mix it in with my normal shampoo. Do you leave it on? No, well, no, no. Straight in and You've got to really wash it out because it can get that purple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a cool look too if you're going for that. Um, but yeah, love that. £6.50 as well. Can't go wrong. Uh, you also mentioned Pucker's Holy Basil, which you wrote a piece on. This yeah. is fascinating. I love Tell this. us about this. So I went to see a naturopath and she recommended that I take this. And it is incredible. You can have it as a tea, but she recommended the supplement for its, you know, full, full benefits. Um, it's great. It's one of those, it's an adaptogen. What's so an adaptogen? Get, so it adapts your body either to calm down if you're stressed or to like 
you know, do you up it if you, if you need that. So it knows what your body needs, but it's just so good. I take it every day, take two a day. Do you? Yeah. You notice a real difference? Yeah, a real difference. Just keeps you a bit on even keel. That's the trouble with these things. It's so difficult to really feel, feel sort of tangible effects from them, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Um, I was really interested. And Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quite pleased to see that you take the Optibac probiotics, yes. which following our wellness day, I trotted off to get. And actually, I take an antibiotic for my eczema every day. I shouldn't say that. Every other day, actually, um, which I know is not good to do long term. But I have been told that if I take a low dose, as long as I take a probiotic, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I went off to Planet Organic and chatted to them. And I was like, I'm being told that cheap ones are a false um, economy. And then they were like, it's £36 a month. Mm-hmm. It's £36, what, 30 tablets or something? Yeah. I was horrified. It's a lot of money. But, these but ones I'm have... taking the same ones as you. So I was like, oh, good. Yeah, and also these ones have 50 billion. Yes, you know, cultures per pill. The ones you buy in Planet Organic, I mean, Holland and Barrett, they could be like a million, mm. three million. Mm. These are like real super strength. There is one up from that that was even more money. I was, oh, like, really? I was like, I think £36 on a probiotic a month is quite enough. Mm. And I'm taking them because I think I've got bad digestion as well. I don't think my gut health is very good. And I actually think I do feel a bit better from them. I'm quite yeah. sceptic about these things. Do you, they, think they, do you think they're really good? I think they're really good. I really rate them. Take it every mm. day. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think everyone needs them. And I was actually, when I went to Planet Organic, I was with a girlfriend and we were chatting to the woman in the shop and um, she said, oh, should I be taking them? And the woman said, well, do you feel well? Do you have any health concerns? And she said, no, I don't. She said, well, no, don't bother them. I have specific reasons why I take this probiotic. So I think it's not that everyone suddenly has to take them. I think yeah. it's only mm-hmm. if you're experiencing. Yeah, and it's good. I was so. told to take them. You know, I wouldn't take this every day for the rest of my life. Kind of do a month on, month off, that kind of thing. Just so your body doesn't get used to it as well. Interesting to see what the effects are as well. If yeah. you really notice that you're back on them now. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think the effects are supposed to be quite mm. instant, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't, I couldn't tell you to have like an instant benefit. I couldn't see instant results. But I do feel good. I do want to take them, absolutely. We posted a yoga video uh, with London-based yogi Helen Falavino um, showing you how yoga could help ease period pain. Um, this was produced in conjunction with Pink Parcel. What a Pink Parcel? It's that subscription, the monthly subscription service that sends uh, you all sorts of things um, for your period and stuff. Do they? What yeah. do they send you? Uh, I, think, I think you can kind of adjust what you, you can choose what you have in the box. Yeah, tampons pads um and they send you like some other kind of monthly treats like some makeup and they? like birch box s oh okay subscription things like million dollar shave what's it called no, no. that razor oh, that yes. massive razor subscription and yes. so there's one over here now yoga period pain i don't know does anyone have any techniques that they use do you suffer a lot from period pain i'm really reluctant to pop a pill when it comes to period pain just because obviously it happens every month i don't want to be taking for x amount of days a month always taking ibuprofen and paracetamol so i'm always quite keen to find something else and i actually have one of these microwave beans 
bikinis. Okay. And I sleep with that at night time if I'm suffering. Or a hot bath. And those are my two go-tos for pain relief. Mm-hmm. Pretty much any pain relief, actually. So I've spoken about before how I get this sort of, like, what I think is ovulation pain. Same again, take a bath. It's the only thing that stops. Tablets, I don't think, do anything for me because I think I'm a bit... It's all about my mindset. Mm. Are you the same with that? Like, mind over matter, that type yeah. of thing? I haven't tried yoga or anything like that, but those are my two non-scripted... So the microwavable beanie babies, is that what they are? They're kind of, yeah, like wheat bags. Okay. Mine's an owl. <laughs> what about you, both? I haven't tried it, but I imagine it's a bit like... I think it could work. It's a bit like hypnobirthing when you're in labour. I think it's sort of teaching you to kind of channel your breath and did come you back to your... Come back. I mean, I did a class, so I didn't really use it, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about concentrating on your body and sort of not freaking and panicking, but mm. trying to remain calm. And I can imagine it works. You think? Yeah, because with my second baby, I did have to use it. And when I got control of my breathing with a bit of help from some gas and air at the very last minute, it literally saved me. Whereas before I did that, I was just like crazy possessed woman. <laughs> and then I got control of my breathing and it worked. So I can imagine it does have some effect. I mean, I, I love yoga. I actually don't get out of period pain, so I can't really test to this but it helped with so many things and just taking like 10 minutes out of your day if you are feeling a bit crappy just to like check in with the body yeah. you know do some stretching this will definitely make you feel better you know it can't make you feel worse exactly it can't do anything yeah bad and if it can stop you popping two more ibuprofen yeah, which really exactly. that's a good thing yeah. i mean i'm say is labor is a very like isolated time and some people are keen to do it very naturally i mean i suppose it's the same with period pains isn't but, it? yeah because period pains are what like days two days or something or mm. some people get them for just a day then if you can try and i think get a grip of yourself yeah i think if you do have really bad period pain that goes on for like your then whole you period. can't avoid it and also i think you probably should go and see your gp because that's not also normal to have yeah. pain all the time mm. but you know if it's your day or like the morning or the evening yeah. god i'll try the coil i have the coil and i barely have a period i mean it's amazing it's completely changed my life mm. lots of my friends have it actually now it is just really? so yeah, i mean they loads. pretty much stop yeah, it's not really nice having it put in, but it's, I mean, having had children, mm. I'm like, it's, it doesn't even come close. I mean, yes, I think probably if you haven't been through pregnancy and all the uh, glamour of that and the pain <laughs> that comes with that, then you probably would find it a bit uncomfortable, but it's really bearable. Like, if that's your reason, I would say, man, I'm going to have it put in. <laughs> My friend had to go under an anaesthetic to have her anaesthetic. What? She was horrendous. Do they give, do they even allow that? Apparently. I mean, oh, that I, I promise it's not that bad. I made such a fuss about it. And actually, it's quite quick. And having it out is fine. And how long do you have? Does it last? Three? Is it five years? I'm I think. Sure. Oh wow! We'll do, we should definitely do a piece on this. I as think well. it's five years. I honestly think it is completely brilliant. And I mean, there are horror stories. There are horror stories with everything, aren't there? If you yeah. ask enough people, you'll mm. find someone who's had a shocker with something like this. But like my personal experience, I have the Marine coil. I think so there's the Marina mm. and then copper coil. Yeah. I have the Marina, which is I think the hormone one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I've had. It's the second. I've had it. I've got it in for the second time now. And and by the time it's pretty much just done my periods. Seems very twice. nice. Yeah. Really nice. I mean, it's just not something I ever have to think about now. Yeah. yeah. Alcohol and breast cancer. They say one in eight British women will develop breast cancer in their lifetime. But a recent study has reaffirmed the link between alcohol consumption and breast cancer, indicating that lifestyle factors may play a part. It says that of a group of 100 women, 13 are likely to develop breast cancer. And if you drink a small glass of wine a day, one extra case might develop. So at our Wednesday, somebody came from Copperfield. She's someone who'd been diagnosed with breast cancer in her probably her mid-twenties. She was now in her late twenties. She had another career, but Copperfield has lots of volunteers who have been sufferers and ambassadors and things. 
and to raise awareness for women checking themselves. And what she did say, you know, the cure rate for breast cancer is very high, but it's all about catching it early. Uh, yeah. So you can go onto the Copperfield website and there's a number that you can text and then you get a reminder every month to check yourself. And there's a video, I was wondering how they're going to do it, but there's a guy that they're demonstrating on, which is quite a clever way to do it, showing you exactly what to do. Like you need to lift your arm in the air, you need to go quite high up. Mm. But I think also the point they're making is if you do keep checking yourself, you're going to notice a difference. Yeah. If you yeah. think, oh, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I guess if there's suddenly a lump, you're going to notice it. Because yeah. that's what I've always thought, oh, what, am, all, I, what yeah. am I looking for? Everything's mm. a bit like... Everything's a bit bumpy. Yeah, yeah, lumpy, bumpy. Yeah. But... I guess the point is, yeah, if you're checking, you'll, you'll notice the difference. Yeah, I have really small boobs. I think if I if there was a lump, I'd just notice it. I yeah. think that's I've got no boobs, excuse. and yeah, I still need to. Mm. Mm. No, I, I, yeah. I definitely noticed there was like, you know, maybe you wouldn't. So, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's not necessarily protruding, is it? Yeah. It's, it's beneath the tissue, mm. yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's super important. So important. Let that be a reminder to us, all me included. I wanted to talk about pookie lighting. Does everyone know pookie lighting? I didn't until, do now. I do now. I didn't until we did this. Yeah. So, I think pookie is is a brilliant, brilliant uh, addition to the interiors world, should we say. So Pookie was set up by Rowan Blacker, who was one of the founders of Sofa.com. And they completely reinvented the way you buy sofas and how fun you make buying a sofa and what a success story Sofa.com was and is. Um, and Pookie is Rowan's latest venture. He launched it a few years ago now. Uh, but I think what's interesting is that interior designers really rate, rate it. Really rate it, yeah. As well, um, which I, I think Safe.com is great. I have lots of their sofas, but Sofa Snobs will say that they're not the best money you're gonna yes. spend on a sofa. I love my sofa. Me too. I love do it. too, but I do remember one woman saying, I mean, really. She said, oh, we're just putting cheap Sofa.com sofas in there. I was like, oh, I don't think Sofa.com sofas <laughs> that are that cheap. cheap. I don't either. Such a quality though. Yeah. Yeah, and they are actually made well, but I suppose like all these things, you can still probably make them even better. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I'm a massive, all my sofas are Sofa.com. Mm. But yeah, it's interesting how many interior designers really rate Pookie. And so this was a bit of a sort of Q&A with someone from the brand. And I thought there were some really great points in here. But ultimately, if you're looking for sort of nice finishing touches and decorative lighting for your home, then and it's... pattern, I think. Pattern in particular, they're so mm. good at their... iCat. Yeah, and their prints. And because I think we're all quite afraid to definitely be bold with it. But actually, a lampshade is such a nice, yeah. easy way just to add. And it's really reasonably priced. Really reasonably priced. I mean, their iCat lampshades start from, I think, about... About £40. Pounds. And in such cool colours too. Such great colours. And I think, you know, cushions on a sofa, lampshades. It's a really nice way of being pr mm. printed. And I think as well, we're a bit more open to print and colour things in our homes. But some of us have done our homes and we don't own our homes. So it's mm. kind of a, it's a good way to do it, isn't yeah, it? Without yes. having to redo a whole room or spend too much money. Yeah. yeah. And they had some nice tips in this piece. So they said lampshades are ideal if you're looking to inject colour into a room without overwhelming your scheme. They said change your lampshades once a year to refresh your home. I think that's maybe a bit much. A bit excessive. Um, and non-diffusing pendants create warm pools of light for an intimate atmosphere I think one of the things when I first did my house I've kind of done it in two stages but when I first did it I really underestimated the impact that good lighting can have big time on your house and I yeah. remember thinking oh, I want to spend money on carpets or a sofa or and and then I saw a friend's house and she'd been to a lighting designer and got her to really help and I was like wow I really get the lighting thing now. Yeah. She had all these different switches that did different things, and some did low level, and some did bright, and some were for the evening. Yeah. And, and um, everybody I thinking, should have a dimmer switch. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, I have to say, I've really gone for dimmers. The tip that I did get first time around was from an interior designer friend who told me about five amps. Do you guys know what five amps no. are? So they're when you plug lamps into the wall, and then you can turn them on to switch. Oh, okay. oh yes, which is just the best thing. So my in my sitting room where I've got side tables with 
actually I've got Pookie lights on them, um, that you just change the plug or from Pookie you can request that they have a 5 amp. Okay. And you plug them into the wall. You know those funny sockets that are like yes, straight, three. yeah, quite yeah. close together? Yes. So you plug them into there and then they connect to a light switch. So when I walk into my sitting room, I just turn on the switch oh, and it turns on my side That's cool, isn't it? Uh, that's really cool. We I just missed home, the boat yeah. with that. So that's so the material nice. designer tip. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm. I don't think it's that hard. It's just a socket, yeah. but it just means you have to go around. I was remember my mum going around turning yeah. all the <laughs> side lights. That's me, always. Mm. I love a side lamp. Mm. <laughs> no, so do I. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a good tip. Oh, the other tip they said was use warm bulbs wherever possible. LEDs, which we all use now, um, come in a range of colour temperatures, so there's no need to have blinding white, which is also a good tip. Definitely. Then I my hate those sh- blinding white light ones. I actually have cool white in my kitchen. I do too now. I've yeah. changed it because my house is quite dark downstairs. I look quite nice. And I've gone cool white. I think white. your kitchen's different. Mm. So I the have kitchen's them, really nice to be. I have them in my sitting room now as well, um, but I have them on dimmers. Oh, yeah. So it's better. Yeah. But at first, we put them in. I remember when they first went in, and it was just so weird yeah. but because my house is quite dark it's actually it gives it much more daylight so much light my electrician puts green so my bedroom's got green lights oh like really? a green version quite moody and it's quite nice in the bedroom really yeah. cool. never even heard of that yeah because i find the yellows i find the warm white can be a bit dull sometimes i mean it depends on the house doesn't it yeah i just think sometimes it feels cozy they also do great pendant lights and i'm a big fan of pendant lights i've got them either side of my bed and in my bathroom and three in my kitchen um, and the other point they said was that remember pendants work best in clusters mm. sounds a bit obvious but anyway although I think one big pendant my neighbour's just done a massive Tom Dixon yeah. pendant in the centre of her sitting room quite low and it looks really, really cool really yeah. cool but I think for the small ones you want them to be in clusters try to choose metallic finishes that match your look and also again really reasonably priced I think I mean yeah. I think that large Luxor lantern is seriously nice £145 mm. yeah they've got some amazing lanterns haven't they yeah really nice pendant lights and some really nice desk lights as well yeah the sort of angel poise um desk lamps and i think pookie is such a great destination vitamin patches what do you think about vitamin patches i find this so the first thing that came to my mind was those um, patches that people wanted to stop smoking first thing that came to my mind when i read vitamin patches and it also scares me a little bit because i'm worried about how do you monitor how much you're taking but it's quite interesting that it's that the vitamin consumption has developed into patches now not just oral tablets and there's obviously science behind it about the yeah. way it's digested isn't there yeah exactly and it's a bit like those vitamin d sprays they say you should put in your mm-hmm. mouth as well I think so many of us take a multivitamin and just take it with the wrong food and it just gets completely yeah, wasted completely and they're not cheap no and I was interested that it said um, that one of the real problems is that we struggle to break down and digest the coating on a lot of supplements yeah. so we're not fully getting the benefits of taking them orally yes mm. so anyway this piece basically said that obviously nothing can replace a healthy diet but even the most healthy amongst us might be struggling to get everything we need from just food because of you know pollution and and soil quality etc there was becoming a bit of a trend for vitamin patches mm. because obviously the skin absorbs everything you put mm. on it but more doesn't it 90% or whatever it is of what you put on it kind of also reminds me a bit of the um the drips the vitamin drips oh yeah that's that's you, well. you know yesterday I was so hungover and I was so tempted to go and get <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't like your vitamin drips I didn't but I'm oh. so desperate I, <laughs> really <laughs> I really want to try it I'm going to try it I actually so you do it again you didn't like yeah. it did I you? didn't like it but also I wasn't hungover yeah and I think you I, need to feel yeah I did feel so good the next day but it didn't last i yeah. think if you are hungover or need a quick fix they are really yeah good. so you haven't tried on hangover? no and they open at the weekend because yeah that's sure yeah. they need to be open yeah. saturday morning yeah i need to go where is it i went to one in knightsbridge it was actually opposite harvey nicks um i can't remember what it's called now but there are so many and it's about 30 quid or something isn't it no 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 it's quite a lot oh so is it 
like about hungover hungover to 200. Because that's the thing. I mean, you might be hungover, but just suck it up, man yeah. up, go to bed and save 100 quid you're going to spend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, I if you had a big event or something. Rehydration sachets. I know. did cut it there. Actually, I'll tell you what's really good is Gabriella Peacock, um, who has the GP nutrition brand mm. of vitamins, she does, I think it's the Restore Me. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that she does. And it comes with pills and it comes with sachets. And you're supposed to take like one of the sachets before you go to bed. Time, and yeah. the next day you take another sachet and some of the pills. And they're really good. Yeah. I actually tried them. We had a sample in our wellness day, goodie bag. And I tried them. I haven't bought them. I just tried them. And they work. Yeah. Her stuff is so impressive. In fact, well, she's sending us a load of samples because she's just launched these new kits. So they're three-day kits. I saw them. And there's a bikini me something else and something else yeah really cool what was the name of that um one you tried it was the restore restore me something like that but i i think they are genuinely really really good and we obviously talked about slim me have you heard about this So Slim Me is her slimming supplement range. And I think they're quite high in fibre. And if you, you take them half an hour before you eat a meal, and yeah, they're quite high in fibre, so they sort of stop you being quite so hungry. Um, but there's nothing bad in them. Yeah, I think it's amazing. She's producing some really yeah, smart stuff, yeah. stuff isn't she? Mm. I think it's a really interesting mm. brand. Check that out, for sure. Well, anyway, going back to patches, they're currently available in a B complex and D formulations. And the point that was made in this article that I thought was good was that in this country, we need vitamin D. It's something we get from the sun, but if you want to get the benefits of vitamin D without being in the sun, now that I've grown up, I don't go in the sun, um, this is a good way to do it, mm. to where Vitamin Passion said. Let's talk about controlling your appetite. I'm a real grazer. You all are, aren't we? Me too. I'd really like to be better. I think the point for me that stood out the most in this article was the benefit of having protein in your diet. I know I don't have enough protein in my diet and that eating protein keeps you satisfied longer. But what this also said was that it's also when you eat it that really matters. Yeah. And that eating it first thing in the morning is the most valuable. Yeah. It's a good way to start the day. So it's such a simple tip. Yeah. I know. But eat eggs, salmon, yogurt. Greek yogurt is such a good source of protein. I have that every morning. Yeah. I just don't know. Greek yogurt really when I in the morning. I didn't know that Greek yogurt was a source of protein. It's mm, really delicious. Really yeah. So is all yogurt protein? No. So what's Greek? yogurt got that other yogurt doesn't i think it's just the way it's um made but like your average like basic yogurt in sainsbury's that's just about have like five grams of protein for 100 grams whereas green yogurt's got like 20 mm-hmm. okay. and it was like a chicken breast yeah really and, and less sugar and everything yeah. that normal yogurt has Good knowledge Okay, so protein, adding vinegar and cinnamon, which I thought was a bit of a weird one, I don't know. Studies have shown that cinnamon is actually really quite effective in that respect. They said if you add like a teaspoon of, of cinnamon to your Tea porridge, or Greek yogurt. It, anything, it manages all your blood glucose, which okay. stops you yeah. craving stuff. Uh, drinking more water, we all know about that one. Instagramming your food, I thought that was quite a good one. And at first yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. And then I thought it sort of consciously might make you eat a bit healthier. Mm. I mean, if yeah. I sit down, I think if someone's got to Instagram my food, I'd be like, mm. shit, I can't eat that. I can't eat that sugar. <laughs> and also it's like eating a food diary whenever you have yeah. to yeah, you feel like you're much more aware of what you're, what you're yes, eating. Yes, what you're going to eat. So, you know. Uh, what else? Getting enough sleep. This whole leptin and ghrelin, which I feel like we hear quite a lot about, because ghrelin, if you have too much ghrelin hormone, that increases your appetite, mm-hmm. doesn't it? So, not being too tired. Um, the other point was doing some hit exercise, which yeah. again made such perfect sense, because I find if I do full-on cardio, I'm really not hungry straight away. But if I go swimming... Swimming makes me so hungry, so and I so much. Yeah, so I think... So when you do hit, obviously you're really hot, you're, all your blood is pumping around, your body's trying to cool down. I think that distracts from your hunger. But with swimming, I think it's the opposite. Okay. So that's why you feel hungry straight away. But I'm really hot after swimming. Yeah, I don't know the science, but it's definitely something in it. Oh, I've really? heard about it, yeah. Mm. It's blood flow, isn't it? 
something to do with blood flow. Definitely. We should yeah. look into Redirecting it. different parts of your body. Two other points that stood out to me was one was taking a chromium supplement. I think you'll be a bit careful about not taking too much chromium yeah, as I think, a supplement. I think yes. it's great for you to eat your liver. Um, I don't know, but people say it stops your sugar cravings and all sorts of things. So Okay. And the other is eating slowly. It takes us around 10 to 30 minutes to feel full from our food. So slow down and you'll be more satisfied with what's on your plate. So that's it for this week. If you have any feedback, then do email podcast at sheerlux.com. And if you enjoyed that, then do please review us and subscribe via iTunes. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.